Hi, welcome to another episode of the Deep Water Podcast. Uh, if you missed the last episode, you probably want to jump back on and go listen to it. Uh, I'm continuing portion today on answering the question, uh, how do you share your faith with the Buddhist, which was a response uh, from a friend of mine. So go back and listen to that, and otherwise, I'm going to jump back in where I left off last week. So those are all like tactical things you can do. I want to talk into strategic things. And this is where this is where the rubber meets the road. Like if you really want to be able to share with people, this is this is what you have to be doing. Um, these are the things that will actually get it done. And before I tell you, I just want to say they're as convicting to me as they are, hopefully when I tell them to you. Uh, the first thing is that you have to have a vital, nourishing, real relationship with God. Period. If you do not have a vital, day in, day out, I experience God, I am connected with God relationship, it is highly unlikely that you will see a lot of effective ministry work in your life. Can God use you? Yes, he can. He used King Nebuchadnezzar. He used some wicked kings of Israel. He used lots of people. But uh, God's promise for us in John 15 is that if we would abide in him, we would produce much fruit. If we would be like a branch that was connected to the root, that being connected to the vine, that being Jesus, that we would produce fruit. It's a promise. And if we are not connected, how can we expect there to be any fruit on our branches? Really? How can we expect that? Sometimes I get real annoyed. Uh, Somebody with great intention ask a question and the question's not wrong is he like what's god been doing in your life the annoying part is people say like well i I woke up today yep so did the buddhist guy and the muslim guy and the hindu guy and the mormon guy and the occult guy and the you name it they all woke up today i'm breathing well it's great well i got my health well that's great you know like what is god actually doing in your life like are you actually experiencing god in any meaningful way and sometimes we don't answer that question because the way we're experiencing god is is personal and we don't want to talk about it or it's intimate and we don't want to talk about it sometimes we do it because we don't have an answer and so we have to go into like the general grace of God that he extends to all mankind. And it really is true and it comes from him. But we need, like, this is what God's doing in my life today. This is what God's teaching me today. And we go through, we go through phases where, uh, where we're not as fresh. But we have to get back into that freshness. It kind of reminds me the other day in our Sunday school class, our Sunday school teacher was talking about testimonials, like product testimonials. And they're like, you know, do y'all have any products that you love? You know, and different people told different ones. The one I really remember is there's some lotion thing you can put on that just like so helps with keeping mosquitoes off you. And I remember that because my lovely bride is like a mosquito magnet. (laughs) And so if we could have something where she wasn't being eaten up by mosquitoes, that would be awesome, right? Um, but the thing that, that came to my mind is like all of the, the product testimonies, they only work if you've tried the product. 
uh, looking at the product, reading about the product doesn't do any good until you open the jar and you put it on. And same thing with the Word of God. If we are not obeying the Word of God, we will not experience God. So work on that relationship with God. That's the strategic thing. Um, The deeper and better your relationship with God is, the more naturally out of that uh, you can share and people can see what God is doing in your life. does not always mean your life will be pretty. Take Job, for example. But it will be real and people will see that. Uh, The next thing and you can add this to any of the tactical things, uh, is prayer. you got to be praying. got to be praying for people. Uh, last night I listened to this really great, it's like a 21-minute uh, thing by Francis Chan. You can find it on YouTube. It's called Rethinking Outreach. And since I was thinking about outreach and I saw Rethinking Outreach, I thought I would rethink it with Francis and see what he said. And uh, I really encourage you to go to YouTube and watch it. But kind of the analogy he made or, or realizing, saying like, when we talk about evangelizing people, what we are talking about is a miracle. We need a miracle. The The words the Bible uses to describe lost people, you know, uh, dead, blind, deaf, you know, they can't hear, like all these things. And so when we want the gospel to come to somebody it doesn't matter how clever we are. It doesn't matter how tactical we are, how good a communicator we are. What matters is whether God shows up and moves and acts in that person's life that day. And so prayer is so, 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 so times 10,000 important. Francis used the analogy of if your job today, your assignment tonight was to go to a cemetery and raise somebody from the dead. You don't have to raise everybody, just one. You know, give me at least one. What would you do? Well, you know, who would you take with you? Well, you know, it's not going to be the guy that, man, that guy's funny. Man, he's a great communicator. Man, he has all the answers. Uh, Man, he knows his Bible upside down and backwards. Just fine. But I'm going to take the guy that knows God and that prays. Praise, 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 praise. Because the only way... We're walking out of the cemetery with one person raised from the dead is if God acts. And the only way somebody is going to come to the gospel, that's going to come to faith in Christ, the only way is if God acts. I've mentioned my favorite book, Contagious Disciple Making, multiple times. When they had this huge move of God, uh, about two million people over ten years in a people group that had been they were known as like the death place of missions. You know, just been so hard. I see this big movement. When they did that, they had 100,000 people across the world praying for that people group, that area. Prayer matters so, so much. And so, you know, for this young man, uh, one, I am, I am so proud that he wants to reach him. Uh, his dad said, I think he's been losing sleep at night sometimes. Like, that's that's pretty awesome. He has a burden. Um, I'm excited that he wants to do it. Uh, and what I would encourage him, instead of, instead of uh, asking how to start the question is not a bad thing, what I would really encourage him to do, I would encourage you to do this in your life when you think of the people, I would encourage me to do it. Uh, one, really spend a lot more time praying 
enlist some other people to pray for them with you. Um, God has to act. Pray, pray, pray. Uh, Two, really work on your relationship with God. I want to know Christ. (laughs) The fellowship of sharing in his sufferings. Um, I want to know Christ. Another one of my favorite books, used to be my favorite, now I guess it's moved to number two outside the Bible on both of these, uh, The Spiritual Secret of Hudson Taylor. And what I loved about that, Hudson Taylor lived this life of faith. Man, man, it was hard. But I loved the way he seemed to know God so well. And I thought, I want to know God that way. I want to know God as a provider. I want to know God as a God who answers prayers. Sometimes we have to put ourselves in positions where we need we need God to come through and we need God to answer prayers. And so I would encourage him, I would encourage you, I'd encourage me. Uh, we have to know God more. Uh, then beyond that, you know, I, I would work on developing the relationship. I would work on taking it whatever level it is, casual, meaningful, or spiritual, and moving the relationship, praying, preferably moving the relationship to the next level. If all you have is casual conversations, pray that God would give you an opportunity to have a meaningful conversation. Pray that God would change something in one of your lives so that you would have a meaningful conversation. Pray, 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 pray. And then when there was some spiritual interest, or as I'm thinking about things or putting things out there, you know, I I would start probably with, with Jesus or with Genesis or with these guys. Uh, and this is, having never met his friends, I almost know nothing about them. As there's some spiritual interest and, and they might come to you, the question would be like, would you, would you like to discover if God is God and, and if he is who he says he is, and if he, he has meaning in your life, if there's there's a reason that you're coming to this point where you're interested. And I would start him with Genesis. And there's some really good story sets out there. Um, HisStoryCloth.com. Looks like HistoryCloth.com. Uh, they have a really good story set, but there's a lot of different ones. That's just an example. So that that's the things that I would do. Uh, sometimes you do have to put yourself out. Sometimes it's a little uncomfortable. Sometimes you just need to share Christ. If you're in doubt, uh, share Christ. You know, like That's always better than uh, keeping your mouth shut. But if you're praying and you're really thinking about it, God will give you those opportunities. And you may have to put yourself out a little bit, but their response uh, is also better. You know, the focus of this podcast is is the command to make disciples and evangelism is the first step of disciple making uh think about it it's like from conception to birth that's evangelism when they're born as every parent knows (laughs) that's where the real work begins wives and mothers may disagree you know um so they they have to deal with it with their bodies for nine months, but you know, like so much things are happening inside there that God's forming forming this baby, and we don't even know or understand all these things. And it's tiring; it changes your bodies. They're kicking and all this stuff, but once they're out, and they're a separate 
entity from you and they're crying, you know, there's a lot of work. And so evangelism is so important. It's so important that our faith is shared and that people are coming to faith um, and not just, not just our kids. Um, and if I may add a proud moment, uh, my middle daughter is, is really close, I think, to making that decision, talking about it, wanting to flesh that out so you can pray for her. Um, but evangelism is the first step, and then we're going to make them into disciples. Through what? <laughs> Same strategic things, through prayer and through an abiding relationship with Christ. Um, if you have some other great thoughts, I'd love to hear them. You can post them on the comments to uh, this post if you go to luke5.com. Otherwise, appreciate you guys listening and hope you are able to go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them. We get baptized when we come to faith. If you don't have a list of people that you're praying for, I encourage you, like, here's some lost people that I know that I have a relationship with or lost people that I would like to have a relationship with. God, please, please help this further. Open their eyes. Open their hearts. Uh, evangelism is one on your knees. So that's it for me today. Uh, go and make disciples. Appreciate you guys. Pray for me. I'll pray for you.